Oh, come on, baby. I didn't hear anything. I told you there's nothing out there. Now, where were we? Fine, fine. You're so scared, I'll go take a look. Nothing to worry about, baby. How about you, uh, just listen to the radio till I get back? story while you wait. Baby, he won't be back anytime soon. If you get scared, make sure the car doors are locked and tell yourself it's not real. This is Midnight Apocrypha. For tonight's taste of terror, we bring you Death Pit. Yes, Mary. I hear you in the wind. I hear you always. John, help me! John, help me! John, help me! Yes, I hear you. Always hear you, endless wandering in infinite darkness, loneliness and a pain that goes beyond all understanding. This isn't the kindness of death. I know it isn't. I speak my story, yet who can hear it? There is no understanding here in this darkness, only the pain of endless searching. Searching for the unknowable, confusion in my mind, yet once I was a man who knew a world of reality, a world of sun and brightness, a world of city streets and people and quickly moving autos and, and women and theaters and, and laughing children, a world, a living world. But suddenly, somehow, that world has gone from me, and I was doomed to this. Let me tell you just what happened. I came home from the office that day, as I'd come home many days before. It was earlier than usual. It had been a bright, cheery day, and I was feeling well and happy. I remember... I remember I whistled as I came down the walk. It was good to come home from work to Irene and the children. I put the key in the door and opened it. Irene! Irene, are you home? Why, John, this is nice. Home so early. Well, I went up to CL today, and I said, CL, I've worked for you for the last ten years, and it's a bright, sunny day, and I just don't feel like working. So fare thee well, and I'll see you in the morning. <laughs> John, you didn't. <laughs> uh, I didn't. <laughs> What really did happen? Oh, uh, Mr. Harrington, 
got generous and said that I could go home early. I suppose that means that I work late tomorrow night. <laughs> Cynic. <laughs> where, where are the children? Oh, Billy's out playing ball and Helen's at the library. Here, let me have your hat. <sighs> Seems strange coming home so early. Everything's so bright outside. <laughs> yes. Hungry? Hmm, uh, a little. I'll go out and raid the icebox myself. Get some fruit or, or something. I opened the door to the kitchen. I stepped through. Suddenly things went black. I couldn't see. I was falling. The darkness all around me, I was falling. Falling faster and faster. Deeper and deeper into some horrible abyss. I, I didn't know where. What? Just falling. Falling into darkness. When I awoke, there was the brightness of day around me. I jumped to my feet. At last I'd known where I was. This mad dream of the night. It, it, it was a dream. It must have been a dream. I looked about me. I was in an open clearing of a forest. A green meadow, yes. Yes, I, I had dreamt, and, and I had walked in that sleep out to this strange place. I looked at my watch. Nine o'clock. My job. If I had to hurry, I'd be late. Mr. Harrington didn't like us to be late. I, I looked around me. Which was the way to go? I, I didn't quite know. My, oh, my head, it was all so confusing. And then I saw it. It was standing at the edge of the clearing as quietly as a thing made of stone, the sunlight glistening green upon it. I stood there, my, my eyes, I couldn't believe them. And yet there it was, its eyes fixed on my throat. How long I stood there looking at that thing, I don't know. My, my mind said, no, it, it cannot be. A thing like that does not exist. And yet, I saw the lift and fall as the creature breathed the air. Saw the flesh, that long, thin tongue that darted in and out like a thing of hell. A man with the long green head of a snake. You hear me? The head of a snake! Suddenly he was gone. A flash of green, gone, into the deeper green of the forest. Then suddenly I knew that something was standing behind me. I didn't want to turn, I wanted to run, and yet I, I couldn't. I stood rooted. The thing behind me came closer and closer. I could hear the rustle of the grass, and then oh, I could endure it no more. I whirled around a, a woman. There stood a woman. A glorious woman. I, I remember her first words. Her very first words. Who... Who are you? You can speak? Y yes. Y yes, of course I speak. <laughs> oh, please, please don't do that. I, I mean, what is it? What's the matter? I prayed. I prayed please, so long. What's the matter? I, I don't understand. Day after day, hoping and praying. Now, I've oh, come been on, so please, afraid. Control so yourself. I, I, I don't know what it's all about. Who are you? What is your name? N name? Name? I don't... I don't remember. It's been so long. Oh, you you are in a state, aren't you? Come on, I'll, I'll get you out of here. Out of here? Why do you say it that way? Where is there to go? Well, the city. 
I don't quite know how I got here, but we'll go back. The city? Yes. Of course. I, I, I must have walked in my sleep. I just don't know how exactly. I guess I must be asleep even now. There's no dream as horrible as this. Don't talk like that. You think you walk in a dream? It, it, it must be. I just saw a horrible... Something that, that, that shouldn't exist outside of a dream, and you... You're too too lovely to, to be outside of a dream. Oh, man. Man, you don't realize what has happened, do you? What do you mean? It must have happened to you, as it did to me. What are you saying? Think back. What is the last thing you remember back there? Back there? The last thing you remember before you woke up in this place of nightmares. Why, why I remember clearly. I opened the kitchen door and stepped through. Yes, so it was with me. I stepped through a door. What are you talking about? Understand what's happened to you, man. You stepped through a door, and now you're here. Well, uh... Can't you understand? This isn't the world you knew. This is another world. Another world! Another world. As she said that, it seemed as if the ground beneath me swayed. Another world. Terrible words, and yet somehow I knew... They were true. Words. Dead. And yet not dead. What had happened to me happened to her weeks before. She explained everything to me. Everything. And that's the way it was. I opened the door to step outside and felt myself falling just the way you did. And just as you did, I found myself here. But where are we? You say another world. Where are we? Come along this path. Where... where are you leading me? What's ahead? You look down on a valley. You see the meaning of it all. What are you saying? We, we must only be a short distance from a town of some sort. This is far enough. Look down there. Could there be creatures such as those if this was your world? Elephants? Not elephants. No. Not elephants. Curved tusks. Mastodons! Yes! How could that be? The Mastodons, they're, they're dead for thousands of years! In the world we came from, yes, but not in this world. Why do you say this world? Where are we? If you know, tell me. Where are we? I've thought about it so much. Well, speak. We've fallen back in time. Fallen back in time? Why not? Time goes on. It doesn't move back. But you've seen... With your own eyes. I tell you, it can't be. I think that time flows like a river, forward and backward. You can go upstream or downstream. And we've gone downstream. Yes. But how could that be? When I opened the door, somehow, I fell back through time. And that's what happened to me? Yes, and perhaps to many others. Never heard about it. Because... What happened to us is like death. You never come back to tell. Don't say that. It's true. Don't say that. I, I tell you, I I've got to get back. My wife, my children, I've got to go back. Never go back. I will. I, I tell you I will. I screamed that too for days after I found myself here. But now I know. Doomed. If we've gone back in time, we can go forward again. 
No, because what's happened to us happens as rarely as a new world being born in the sky. We'll never get back. Never. 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 But she was never. wrong. She had to be wrong. I had to get back. How? I didn't know, but I had to. My wife, my children, my job. This madness of being in another time. It couldn't be true. I, I tell you, it couldn't. And yet it was. With each passing moment, I realized how true it really was. The trees? There were never such trees in my world. Horrible, green, waving things. And through the thickness of time, horrible, glittering insects. Huge, monstrous beyond belief. Yes, I'd fallen back in time. This was a world before men. And I and this poor woman were in it. We walked on. Talking, talking as if by talk alone we could keep our sanity. And then we came to a place, a, a strange place. What, what is that? I, I don't know. Animals in pain? No, no, be careful. Look, down in the valley, I, I tell you, look. What is this? Animals fighting? No, not fighting. They're trapped. Yes, I see. Trapped in those pits. But, but what's trapped them? Mud. Well, tar. It's hard to see from here. Look at them struggling. It's like a horrible black quicksand. And others are eating them. What creatures are they? I I've never seen. Now you will believe. Look at them. Prehistoric monsters. Now you will believe we're gone backwards in time. They're trapped just as we're trapped. They're trapped in tar and we're trapped in time. And we're like them. We'll never get Stop them. saying never. that. Never. Stop saying that, I tell you. Yes. Yes, I remember I screamed to her to stop saying that. And yet, with each passing moment, I knew she was right. We stood there watching that horrible sight of those creatures struggling in those oil pits below. Great beasts of a forgotten past, screaming and filling the air with the noise of their suffering as they tried to escape, quarreling over red, quivering masses of flesh. Monstrous vultures circling above. I tell you, it was like a hellish inferno of a dim nightmare. We stood there watching, fascinated by a sight man's eyes should never have seen. Watching. Watching until we could stand it no longer. Until we ran away. Hands over ears to shut out those animal screams of suffering. Then at last, we were too tired to go on. We sat down on the soft, flower-sprinkled grass where it was quiet with a strange silence. For a long time we lay there, gasping for breath, and then, at last, she spoke again. I remember her words. John? Yes? I... I remember my name now. Yes? M Mary. Oh, Mary. That's it? Hmm. Well, Mary, what shall we do? What is there to do? Can we fight against... Time? I'll go mad. It was horrible being alone. Why should it have happened to me? To us? Who can tell? It may happen oftener than we think. Huh? People often disappear. No one knows what happens to them. Yes. Why couldn't this have happened to them, falling back in time? Well, I never thought of that before. Once, there was a girl who lived in the apartment above mine. One day, she left the house and just disappeared. They thought maybe she'd committed suicide, but I never believed she did. They never did find her body. Perhaps she, too, went through the darkness back into space. But why does it have to happen to me? 
I've got a wife! I've got children! I, I was happy in my work! Why did it happen to me? It isn't fair, I tell you! It isn't fair! <laughs> oh, you must think of me a terrible weakling. A man wants to live in the world he was born in, <laughs> not in a world like this where no man should be. You... you're an unusual woman. Why do you say that? No tears. I haven't any tears left. Mary. Yes? You know, I was just thinking, if this is a prehistoric times... Wait! Wh what? There's something coming up behind us. Should I turn around? I don't know. It's crawling through the grass. I, I can see the grass moving. Sit still. It's standing up at... Her screams I looked. The skin on the back of my neck crawled like a living thing. It was it. That horrible thing. Half man, half snake. I tell you, it was it. Standing there so closely, I could see the glisten of its hell-red eyes. I ask you this. How frightened have you been in your life? Have you felt your hair bristle on end? Have you felt the heart in you pound? until your throat is tight and you cannot breathe? Have you felt the mind in you turn and twist with a horror beyond endurance until you felt madness crawling over you? Then you know what I mean when I tell you how I felt when this creature was standing there before us. The snake is a frightening thing, small as it is. As it turns and squirms and glistens in the sunlight, you feel fright. I took her hand. We turned. We began to run. Where? We didn't care. We didn't know. Any place, anywhere to get away from that thing out of hell. We could hear it following behind us, running easily that horrible hissing close behind us. It was taunting us to run faster and faster to escape the horror it had for us. On and on, until the want of breath tore at our lungs. Stumbling, falling, but on we went. Darker and darker every moment. Things of the night began flying through the air, brushing our faces with their horrible slime, chattering madly in our ears as we ran on, very begging crying that we stopped, but I pushed her on and on. We had to go on. I, I knew it somehow. I knew it. I can't, I, I can't explain it, but I know if we stopped, it would mean death. A death beyond imagination, just as that snake thing was beyond understanding. On and on and on and on, stumbling, crawling until at last we could crawl no more. We had no strength. No strength. <laughs> oh, Mary. Kill me, John. Kill me. Mary. Don't let that thing get me. Not that thing. It, it isn't here. What? It isn't here. A, a moment ago, it was close behind us, but, but, but now look, I, I tell you, it, it, it isn't here. <laughs> Don't be afraid, John. Mary. It's gone. I tell you, it's gone. Oh, John, John, it's gone. It didn't... Ah! Mary, what? What's that moving through the grass? <gasps> ah! Ah! It's John, come back. There's something moving to the right. And to the left. And behind us. Oh, John, it's, 
It can't be. As she said those words, suddenly the things in the grass moved and stood erect, and we saw, Mother in heaven, we saw. There were a dozen of them now, a dozen of those snake things. A circle of them around us, huge, monstrous, bloated, a circle of them around us, I tell you. Red tongues quivering, eyes glistening, taloned hands outstretched as they began to move closer, closer, closing in on us, closer and closer. Kill me, John. Kill me first. No. They won't hurt us. They can't hurt us. We're not of their world. We're not of their time. Things. You. I know what you are now. You're the link. The missing link like they always talked about between men and reptiles. You're a mistake. A horrible mistake nature made. And she dropped you off and time swallowed up your bones. You hear me? There is no record of you in my world. Stay, things. Stay back. Stay back. Yes. Then I screamed, I turned, and I ran. You hear me? I ran. I left her behind. I heard her screams far back as they closed in on her. John! Help me, John! John, help me! You hear me? I deserted her. Left her to those things. Ran away and left her. Her screams of help ringing in my ears. I I ran blindly, her scream following me. But the yellow feared me louder and louder, making me run, driving me on. I didn't know where I was going. It didn't matter. Any place away from those things. On and on. Suddenly, suddenly a, a roaring around me. My feet caught in something I fell. Mother in heaven, I had blundered into those tar pits. You hear me, the tar pits. I struggled to get loose. The more I struggled, the the deeper I went. The tar sucking up at me, deeper and deeper. I yelled, I screamed. The black stuff coming up higher and higher. Somebody help me. Waste my arms, I couldn't move. My, My shoulders up along my neck, higher and higher. Inch by inch, I felt the crawling thickness of it along my chin. I strained my head backwards, deeper and deeper. My mouth, it was in my mouth. And so I died in those prehistoric tar pits. Died thousands upon thousands of years before my time. In a dawning world where nature's experimental things that were to become men, as I was a man, still crawled in reptilian horror. I say I died, but did I die? I ask it again, did I die? For in death there is peace, and I have no peace. Endless darkness, infinite blackness, and no peace. For wherever I wander in this infinity, I hear her voice, the voice of the woman I deserted in my yellow cowardice. I hear her voice calling. John, help me. Call. Help me. Help me. Yes. I'll help you, Mary. I'll help you. If I could only find you in this darkness, I'll help you. And if I do, then maybe I'll find blessed peace and rest.
Death Pit was written in 1937 by Arch Obler for the radio series Lights Out. This production of Death Pit has been directed by Kirk Reichardt, featuring the voice talents of Emily Diskin as Mary, Rebecca Gomez-Rueda as Irene, and Kirk Reichardt as John. Midnight Apocrypha is brought to you by Widener University's Lone Brick Theater Company in partnership with Forgotten Lore Theater. If you enjoyed our little fiction, you can find out more about Lone Brick Theater Company on Facebook and Instagram. And go now to subscribe, like, or follow Midnight Apocrypha. Or you never know what may find you.